All right, I'm gonna try. I wonder if how long this is gonna take me. We might, <laughs> however long this takes, I might try to aim at doing all of these in what? this amount of time. Really? Yeah. Well, that, I, if I could do it like fairly short, I'm sure people would appreciate that. All right. But if I can't, eh, we'll Says see what the happens. Says man who takes ten minutes to p- tell people. <laughs> somebody asked, but I, somebody was giving me giving me crap about that. Uh, a while ago no not you someone one of our somebody listeners somebody else yeah they're like brandon <laughs> says something 45 minutes later <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right you're remember? like Cause, yeah because you were like this is gonna be it was it yeah Miami, I don't maybe? but you're like this is gonna be a quick one and 45 minutes later you're still <laughs> talking about it so yeah sure tell us how quick it's gonna be i know don't ever listen to me at the beginning <laughs> no i don't <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I am going to try to keep these shorter just to see what happens and if we can <laughs> pump out some more of these kind of like regular. One minute in? They're a lot of fun. What are we talking about? One minute in. What are we talking about? I am ruining everybody's life again. Yeah, well, welcome to my world, folks. Mm-hmm. Well, it was funny because I'm doing these. You thought this verse meant. Yeah. Brandon ruins treasured verses. But it doesn't. Yeah. Brandon ruins treasured and I'm not doing this to, um, this is actually a request. This verse was a request. Yeah, and your point was and never to. And my point to... was never to pick and make fun of people or anything like that. And you're not trying to make fun of any form of scripture. No, or not at all. Or anything ever. like no. that, but just to take popular verses, right? Because so often we see there's certain verses that you see on t-shirts and stickers and little pictures that you share online and it's signs being, it's and It's somewhat all abused. Stuff. But you see them so much and they have these things and it's like, oh man, like that sounds so good and it makes me feel so good. And it's like, well, but is that what it's saying? So it's one thing for it to sound good, um, if it's making you feel good or whatever it might be, but what is it being used yeah, out we, of context? We like, want to know. What did that mean there? We want to know what the Bible really means, right? There was actually a good write-up, <laughs> a quick little write-up that I found on it. Now, it's... I don't know why he uses the analogy that he uses. So it's really odd, but maybe that's what makes it kind of neat. So let me read this little thing about it. Context is the key to good biblical interpretation. It's helpful to think of the Bible as a series of letters written between different people that we are to read and learn from. Rather than being addressed to us, the readers individually, each letter has an intended audience and a certain cultural, temporal, and geographical context in which it is sent. Imagine, for example, that you wrote a letter to your cousin, Bunbury, who lived down the street from you in 1998, telling him that he should stop making cucumber sandwiches in the shape of Bill Clinton's face because it is grieving God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What hey, is this on? Hang with me. Hang okay. with me. <laughs> I, I could post the article. This is hilarious. Imagine okay. a thousand years later that someone reads your letter and immediately infers that cucumber sandwiches in the shape of Bill Clinton's face should never, ever be made and that it would be a sin to do so. <laughs> but later, Oops. this person takes a closer look at the context of your letter, discovering that 1998 was the year of the Lewinsky scandal. And that Burnberry's family, or Bunbury's family, was a big fan of polygamy, and that he was using his sandwiches to celebrate Clinton's adultery. <laughs> Clinton's cucumber sandwiches are, in fact, not morally wrong to make, but Bunbury's irresponsible use of them was. Context, Without context, huh? 
You don't get the word of God. You get legalism and false doctrine. Yeah. And suddenly, no one can have any fun with their cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> so in this interest of avoiding similar blunders, here are the, and he goes on to list his Bible verses that, that are out of context. That's the ones that genius. he does. It's funny because this first one is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. <laughs> Which if you saw in a previous if you episode. Listen, that was the first, yeah, I think, wasn't that the first one that we did? Yeah, Brandon already ruined that one for everybody. All right, so... I just thought that story. I was like, well, you know, that's a, it's a very odd comparison, but it works. Yeah. And it, it, it shows you the importance of these things because it, the very, actually the very end of that is the part that I like the most. Yes. Um, when he wrapped it up because you get legalism and false doctrine. But that is it. That is what you get. Very true. You that's very true. It's exactly stuff. what happens if you don't. And so today's is going to be Mark eleven twenty four. And this is, like I said, a requested topic. You're over there sniffing flowers. These are like my favorite flowers, doing? and they smell so good. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. I like picked them up, and I'm like, well, oh, now I, I want to smell it because you want to. So these are stock. Right, what is this? I'm designing flowers right now while we do this, guys. Oh, Sorry they about do all smell good. They smell so good. If we could have a field of these, a field of lavender, and a field of peonies, like, done. You'd never see me again. Those purple stock remind me of Sabrina. Just the purple. Yeah. Yeah, look. So, anyways. Anywhere. Continue on. Which Mark verse eleven twenty four. Okay. By request. The verse is, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you will have received it, and it will be yours. So the words of Jesus. Oh, so we're going prosperity gospel So we're gospel going to prosperity today, huh? gospel now. So I just wish it into existence. Just, yeah. What do you get? That yeah, new Mercedes, if you, it's coming, man. If you have enough faith and you have to make sure that you you pay your tithes. Yeah. Remember and that you was believe. that was Justin Peterson's thing. Remember Peters? Peters. Sorry, mm-hmm. you gotta get it mixed up. I know, me too. But that was him. We went who, to school with somebody named Justin Peterson. Yeah. So that's what but remember doing. he tells the story about how his parents took him to one of these faith healers because what what does he have? He has some condition that's left him I don't remember what it is, but He has cerebral palsy. That's right. Okay. Sorry. But <clears throat> his parents took him to these faith healers and to see if, you know, hey, is this stuff mm-hmm. for real? Like what do we do? And kind of find out it was all about how much yeah. money you'd pay. Oh, yeah, exactly. If you don't pay enough, then I don't know if it's going to work. We'll pray for you, but got to believe this it. Goes, this goes uh, along with the, you know, the Luke with, you know, knock and seek and ye shall find. Yeah. This goes along in with that same thing. So basically, the prayer is true. Yes. I mean, the, I mean, the statement is true. Yes. But again, this has been taken to say, people to say that whatever they ask God out of whatever their will is, he'll give it to them. Yeah, so you, like he's Santa Claus, and you bring your wish list, and you just believe enough, and God will give it to you, end of story. Right. Because it says, right, right there, he'll do it. Now, while it's absolutely important to trust in god's power to be able to provide these things to it yep we must submit to god's will your will be done god's will not ours if we trust god for the correct things in the correct way 
we can have confidence that he will supply every single one of our needs and answer every single one of our prayers. This goes back to Philippians. And you can I could almost do two of these in one with Philippians uh, 4.13 almost. But I think, haven't I already done Philippians 4.13? Did I already do that one? I don't think we did it as an did. actual I, one. Maybe I'll do another one separately. Like but you, I could I almost do it in this one. I'm not going to just because there's a different way I could go with Philippians 4.13. But um, it, it's the same thing when we go to Philippians chapter 4 and we're looking at the context here of what Paul is talking about. And that weird co- word context again. And, and what... And what we need to read here is going to be in starting in verse 10. This is Philippians chapter 4, verse 10. And this is going to fit into the context of Mark eleven twenty-four. So just stick with me here for a sec. Starting in verse 10. I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need. Here is the key part to this statement. For I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. Huge point to the story that we usually like to leave out in these types of... Right. And he only... So in whatever situation that he is, he's learned to be content. And he goes on and it gets better. Verse 12, I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing penalty and hunger, abundance and need. And then we go to verse 13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. But you go have to go backwards in context. But it's almost like the I can do all things because of him who strengthens me. Like I can survive and get by with absolutely nothing, nothing. and nothing on the horizon because God is strengthening me. And that's what Paul but is I saying feel like in verse twelve. We take 12. that to be like I can be warrior. Well, that's I can the thing. Conquer, that's the, that's a different angle that I wanted to use with Philippians yeah. four thirteen. Is that that becomes a self idol for us there? So that's why I didn't do it in this one. Yeah. But and and just going back to twelve, I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. Yeah. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing penalty, hunger, abundance, and need. See, a lot of the biggest misconception that we have is we think, when we think in our Christian lives and these bad things are coming, and especially to the person that suggested it, right? We think that all these horrible, horrible things are happening to us and we cannot possibly be blessed in any way. And we have to remember that the guy that was writing this, did you, I mean, the Apostle Paul, Okay. He actually saw Jesus Christ with his own two eyes. I mean, and and Jesus told him a lot of stuff he didn't tell anybody else. 
So Paul was very, very, very special in that right. You know, you, you would think that, you know, he was a, a, a Christian doing all the right things after he converted, right? You would You'd think get he this would have abundant that, blessings. Yeah, you would think that he would just be, he's doing all the right things. He's the prayers, he's, he's preaching the gospel. You know, you would think that his life is just, would be the most, you know, blessed, easy road, right? Nope. Guess what? He faced hunger. He was shipwrecked. He was stranded on an island. He was beaten, left for dead. He had to be lowered in a basket to escape. Like these things, that these are low, low points in dude's life. When you're laying there in the dirt, half left for dead, half dead. Like, I mean... You know, if you're not bloody and beaten and face down on the ground, then I would say that you're one step ahead of Paul. <laughs> I mean, and that, and he was a he was a direct apostle of Christ. And let's say, I mean, <laughs> we've all had some pretty bad times, and we might be quite near to that. But anything that you're still up and kicking and going, I mean, that's God giving you breath. But continuing on. Paul explains this nicely, and this is how this ties into 11.24 in Mark. Okay, so we, he can do all these things through Christ, including having nothing and being beaten and face yeah. down in the dirt. But guess what? He's going to wake up tomorrow, and his eyes are going to be open, and he's going to be able to have another opportunity. And sometimes that's all we have. That's that's it. Just the fact that you can open your eyes another day. Sometimes that's the only. <laughs> Even if you wish you wouldn't, you got to again. Starting in verse 14, though, he like I say, when he wraps this up. Yet it was kind of you to share in my trouble. And you Philippians yourselves know that the beginning of the got know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God, here we go, verse 19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay. My God will supply every need of yours according to the riches in his glory. It's about your heart and what it is that you're praying for and what your priorities are. That's what it's about. And just because... You have to remember that God is a farmer. He puts a seed in the ground. 
and he grows it. He doesn't just say, boom, here's your crop. No. Everything is a process. It's a process. Everything. And in our lives, we can pray and pray and pray. And I know plenty of people who are in horrible situations and they have been praying and they have been doing the right things. Well, the only thing that you're not doing is having patience and trusting God that he will get you out. No matter how bad it gets. It, I just explained to you that there was a direct apostle of Jesus Christ that you would think if he lived, you know, like the, the good Christian life, it would be somebody that, that, that followed Christ, right? And actually was wrote scripture. He was divinely inspired through, through God to write scripture. You would think that this guy was, you know, pretty high up on the scale there. Not that any man is higher than the other, but when we're, you know, for an example, you would think, right? And guess what? He was left hungry, shipped, all these things have beaten, homeless. Look, he said that no other church helped him in his daily need. He didn't have his daily needs met. So what this, but guess what? He did, and he had times of plenty, and he had these times of joy, and he had all of these things, but it was all found in God. It was nothing of what your prideful heart wants. Sometimes, no matter what you think is good for you, God knows better, and God knows it isn't good for you. This is where being, this is where the bad situation that you're in now could actually be a blessing for you. How? When you have so many things going against you? I don't know how to answer that question. I'm not God. But just watch. Because if you have faith and you pray, this is what having faith in God, if we go back to Mark and to the context of that verse, Jesus is saying, if you have faith in moving, you can say to this mountain, go over there and it'll move. So faith, mountain moving faith, okay? Have faith that God will take you and out of your situation and change everything. If that's his plan. But either way, have faith in God that he is doing what is best for you in your life. If you submit to his will and if you listen to him, it may not be a comfortable situation. I promise it, pro it won't be a comfortable situation. And some, unfortunately, are worse than others. But... God will supply every single one of your needs. How do you reconcile maybe not having a roof over your head for a couple nights? I don't know. But you made it through, right? That was yeah. last week. Yeah. You're here this week. You didn't have any food this week. 
I, you didn't need it. Why? I don't know. Is is that is that something that's understandable or even easy to say? Absolutely not. But we know that God cares about us and loves us. And we know that we are worth more to him than anything. So although we may find ourselves in these horrible situations, we can get through them because of Christ. And we have to have faith that he will supply every single one of our needs according to his riches and his glory. If we don't actually believe that he'll do that for us here, why would he, why would he bother? Like I said, it's a process. Maybe this process of you being in your horrible situation is just meant to strengthen you to be able to completely enjoy the peace and the abundance you have in your next situation. Maybe he's, maybe he's teaching you how to humble yourself. Maybe you would get too proud if he gave you the answer to your prayer right now. Maybe he's using you for the salvation of someone else. Maybe. You, you never know. know. You can't question it. And it does. To the world, it looks foolish. Okay, so your friends, your family, everybody else will make fun of you. They will tell you you're an idiot. They will tell you you're a fool. They will tell you your God is not real. They will tell you, where's your God now? You would how's think that, that working out How's for that you? working out for you? I mean, we, this is what the world will say. But that's where you need to have your mountain moving faith against all the world. You stand strong in your faith in your God, and he will get you through every single situation that will come your way. I only say these things because our life that you know it's 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 i guess people's first offense well it's really easy to say that you've you know you i'm not in a perfect situation even in the slightest right now nope i've been homeless i've been places in tears not knowing what the heck that i was going to do the next day the next week the next month the next year we we've been there we I've been there, there more <laughs> times than I'm comfortable with. Yeah. And I'm, I, I foresee probably more like that. Yep. They're easier now because I've been through them. Because I go, well, this is going to suck for a little bit. We're doing this again. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. What am I going to do about it? You know, but that's the part that makes me think, because so often when we, we see these things, right, we see these promises, that's why, like, when you broke down the Beatitudes, I thought that was so amazing, because it's right, you know, one, we look at all of these promises that we can find in Scripture as, well, that's right now, right? We're so impatient, right? Mm -hmm. We want that instant, like, okay, he's going to bless me now, right? This is mm -hmm. going to happen right now. All of these things, we want them right now. And so often it's like, all of these things are going to happen, just not yet, not right now. And we have to remember that it is his will 
to be done. When you are praying for these things and asking for these things, are you saying, Lord, give me this, heal me of this, help me get through this, if it is your will? Is this your will that I do this? Or is it absolutely not? And I just want stuff because I love it when people so often they'll say, well, I keep praying, but God hasn't answered my prayers. God still isn't answering my prayers. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. God always answered your prayers. One of three answers. Yes, no, not right now. Yep. So maybe the answer was no, and you just don't want to accept it. Yep. Because you're going, no, God, I can't stay in this position. I can't do this. And he says, yes, you can. Because you can do anything Mm -hmm. through the strength that you receive from him. So you can be homeless. You can be sick. You can be starving. You can be poor. you You can be whatever it is. If that is his will, and you can have faith and trust in him, to strengthen you and use you in that awful situation to bring glory to his name. But again, you know, you, you, these things are, these are the things that are for now though. These are these promises that do, that he does give you for now, that he will supply every one of your needs. Yep. That's a promise for here right now in this life. Yeah. He will supply everything you need here. But what you need. But what you need and what you want or and what you think you need are yeah. completely different. Yep. You have to you have to come to him in the humility and being ready and willing to do his will. And this is that part where you have to bear your cross. Pick it up. Let's go. It's gonna be a wait. It's not going to be easy, but let's go. And if you do that, he will help you and he will get you through. Maybe you don't have that car right now. Maybe you don't have this house. Maybe you don't have this. Maybe he doesn't want you to have it. And I don't know the reasons. But if you keep getting upset and you keep doubting that he will do these things for you, you can't expect anything. That's somebody that's that's the brutal truth that I had to tell somebody last night. You are fulfilling what James says when you're da- don't doubt because then you're 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 a ship tossed along. Yep. Why why so you're only going to take the good why things. Sh- right. Why should you receive anything? We shouldn't. If we you deserve doubt. nothing. That's what I told somebody last night. I said it was it was rough. And I didn't want to say it because we say the, I mean, that's, you know, I, I say too. this in love and yeah. I, and I've, and listen, I've had to tell myself this before. Yep. Often. But, you know, I said this and I said, why should he answer any prayer for you if you're going to doubt? Yeah. Why? If you don't believe that he will do it for you, why should he? Why? And if you're just going to get upset and not trust him. And not realize that, you know, sometimes it does get questionable. Sometimes you go, God, am I doing the right thing? Because everything is falling apart around me right now. Everything really stinks. And I'm really not sure if you're listening to me. Sometimes it feels like But guess what? It gets worse and worse and worse. And then all of a sudden, something works. And that way you know that it was not your doing, but his doing. It brought glory to his name. And the way that he works in our lives that he always has is he in it. And it's it's it feels like training is what it feels like, because every single time he has stretched us to the farthest max, taken us to the furthest possible 
lowest point that like, we thought that we could ever, ever be. You know, y'all should really wish that we did this whole YouTube thing like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah, that would have been the real interesting mm. story mm -mm -mm. then, wouldn't it? Y'all have no but, idea. I mean, he would take us to the the lowest possible place in the dirt that you could go. And then it would just be, huh, okay. I guess you're ready now. You know, after that, and then it would just be a snap, and then things would just go, like, they would just skyrocket. It was just, it was so weird. And, you know, the interesting thing about that is the better things are going in your life, yep. the easier it is to forget God. Yep. Why do you think Jesus said it is harder for a rich person to yep. enter into the kingdom of heaven? And I fully believe that I, the reason why he's kept me the way that I am, we were talking about this neck thing the other day, the why he's done a bunch of different things. Yep. I'm fully convinced that, yes, because I'm the type of person that probably would do that. Well, that was, okay. And again, you guys were saying all these things because we say them to ourselves, but let's go ahead and pull out a personal point here. Brandon has been, he injured his neck a while back. We've told you guys about that. And we've dealt for the past few years with incredible pain, all the stuff he's going in. And the moral of the story is, is that his neck is never going to be fixed. It's a degenerative condition. It is only going to get worse and worse and worse. There's no surgery that can magically fix it. Um, there's no, no pill, no, no, any modern science thing that can just make this better. This is something that Brandon is going to have to deal with for literally the rest of his life. Yes, and it, it will it's a only bone get worse disease. and worse. It's yeah. a degenerative bone disease. It's just one and of it's only going to get worse and worse. So he is 35 years old with less than half the amount of mobility in his neck, ridiculous pain, vertigo. And, and there's a million people that have it worse than him. So we're not saying that, you know, oh, poor Brandon, he's, you know, has everything. But just again, to show yeah, where, don't feel bad where we're at in all of this is he, I mean, just trying to do simple things like... I mean, you don't understand the amount of, like, normal life activities Brandon would like to be able to do that he no longer can do at all. I mean, we go for long periods where he literally cannot hold his baby. You know, I mean, he mm -hmm. just can't do these things because of it. And he tried to do a little bit of work around the yard, literally trying to be as gentle as possible and all these other things. And still, it sets him back. He can't do it. And we were talking about it because he was getting frustrated and getting depressed. And he already battles with depression and anxiety. So things like this really don't help. It's awful. He's got some pretty horrific depression and anxiety. And it's not fun to live with. And it's so, I mean, it's just awful to watch him have to go through. And so all of this stuff was going on and we were kind of sitting there talking about it. And we said, you know, that's interesting, though, that all of this has happened because God has literally physically reduced you to being able to do nothing but yeah. kind of sit in a, a chair, you know, yeah. or stay like, I mean, but you literally physically can't even then you can only do that for so long. And we've got a whole, you guys should see the whole setup we have to even make it so he can do these things. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind pathetic. of crazy. It's like it this is. whole handicap setup we have. Sometimes for him so I get this. really angry about it, but most days I just laugh about it. But we it, looked but at it and days. we were like, but look what happened because if God hadn't physically reduced you to this state, 
would you be this devoted to your study of scripture? Yeah. Would you know. have put yourself through like would I you have done, have done all done of these things? Of it, yeah. Would you have the uh-huh. ability to be open to counsel anybody and everybody all day long, seven days a week, twenty four hours a day? You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. look at all these different things that there's no way you'd be. I mean, you'd be off doing all kinds of other things, and that stinks that you can't do those other things. I mean, we weren't expecting to be in our mid thirties and having to radically change our lives to accommodate your handicaps and disabilities like that's not what we thought our life held but it's the lot we've been handed so we could pray and ask for god to heal you we i mean we can do all of these different things but maybe his answer is no this i put you here for a reason Mm -hmm. there is eternity to come ahead where you're going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to turn your neck. Yeah. You won't yeah. have vertigo. <laughs> no, yeah. Like you'll yeah. you'll get your balance back. That's you won't true. have this depression. You'll be able to to hold your kids and we'll mm-hmm. be able to go places and do things. I mean, th- there will be a time when when that happens, but guess what? That time isn't now. And if God doesn't call us to be with him for another 60, 70 years, guess what? It, it's only going to get worse. It's going to continue to deteriorate and we have to just Deal with that. That's the lot we've been handed. And there's nothing we can do to change it. But does that mean that God isn't answering our prayers? No, for I'm thankful for that. You know, and I've and this He's is one thing that I've told it. you yeah. before too, that I'm thankful that he has done these things the way that he has. I'm I'm thankful for Because I prayed you for know, your healing for the past few years that we've been dealing with this one. I've prayed and prayed and prayed and I thought it's okay. It's okay. God's got it. He'll take care of it. And he in in my human thinking, he didn't take care of it because it finally got so bad that it finally pushed you to the point to go in and we found out this is a permanent disability that is only going to get worse no matter what the heck we do to you. So on that hand, I could look at that and say, well, God didn't answer my prayers. I prayed and I trusted that God would take care of it because I did. But God's answer was, no, he's going to stay like this. Yeah, and honestly, I am thankful for it for – it sounds probably morbid and kind of mor- – like, but I'm thankful for it just as – I call it my thorn in the flesh, like Paul's. You do, yeah. Because – but I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful that I'm forgiven for the person that I was. Yep. Um, I mean, I've done plenty of just – in, you know, just – horrible things that I'm completely, you know, I've broken every single one of God's laws except for killing somebody, but then I've thought about it. So I might as well be a murderer. Um, but I mean, I've, I've literally done all of them and I'm not proud of anything that I've done in the past. So to be able to have the blessing of what the Lord has done for me and how he's forgiven me and how he's worked through my life even those times that i was being absolutely just i was just horrible awful person you know but he was sitting there just with patience and perfect grace and saying it's okay he's gonna get it right and so i take this little you know i take this time of going you know what i'm thankful that i am able to hurt I probably deserve it. (laughs) I don't punish myself with it. And I don't suggest that anybody does do that. Everybody needs to learn how to be forgiven and know God does not give you punishments just because you did bad things in your past. If that was the case, (laughs) I mean, that's, that's not. 
but I'm just trying to say how I I am thankful for it, and I do believe that God has used this that particular thing to humble me in a way and to be able to put me in the position that I am in. So I'm thankful to be humbled in it. Um, it sucks. It's horrible. It's frustrating. Some, and like I told Heidi, I said some days it's, and she knows what it's like living with me. Yeah. But some days it's, some days it's just frustrating. Some, some days, days he I, is I just not a happy get, person to be around. I folks. just get angry because it's. I mean, you know, it's like waking up with like the worst stiff neck that you've had in your life, but you can't do anything with it, and then it's like internal like bone pain. So it's like, you know, it's just really cranky and I'm just cranky at the situation that I'm in. I don't want to do any. But then there's other days where it's just there and I'm just, I am just happy that I have happy, joyful, healthy children that are running around the house that, you know, that are absolutely just. There's always something you know, to give thanks for. That are just emanating fruit from from everything. And I'm just so thankful at what I have and, and thankful for the, the position that I'm in. And, you know, that's what it's. This has really turned to be about me. And I really didn't want. I didn't. Well, I but I think just to share so, the just example. To share a personal example of what. Because like you said, it's it so is. easy to be like, oh, sure. It's easy for you to sit there on your high horse and say these things. Say, like, when right, have you ever had a struggle? In, exactly. Guess it's what? Like, we've been I, living I, out of our car I, with yeah, our kids. I've, we've I've been, been homeless. There. I've we've been not there. had food. Like, you know, yeah. We haven't we, had these. We've both been in our car. But there's a million people who have had it worse. And sure. I think that's part of sure. remembering as well. And that's part of. Sure. Because look our... at our brothers and sisters in, in other countries. I'm not going to say it. Like in China. No. Uh, you said it. China. I was going to say I ran and act. It was, it was very, very sad that the Trump thing that we were talking about the other day, the religion thing. Mm -hmm. Well, he had a bunch of people from the white house coming. He had a bunch of Christians that were from just different persecuted areas. Mm -hmm. Some, this one girl, her, her whole family and her sit, her brother, she was there crying to Trump. She's like, he's still there. Please help me. Like now type thing. Like yeah. she got in a chance to get into the White House and was part of this like yearly thing that they do. And then she's using it to beg for her family's life. But they were, they were Iranian. Um, they all from all over the world that these Christians just having these, um, you know, horrible persecutions and things. But anyway, like I said, I'm sorry for, for making this about me, just trying to give examples. But I will tell you this. I am an ab and I, I pray this every single day. I am I'm richer than Jeff Bezos in blessings. I really am. I mean, you guys see the things that you know, you guys are benefiting from a lot from what Heidi is doing on your your womanly study and everything that you're doing for the homeschool. I look at the kids and the health of them and the, the love and the joy. And I mean, all of those are just answered prayers. And I have prayed dearly, you know, I've prayed night and day for my kids, my family, for my extended family, you know, and um, even if things aren't going great right now, right. Every day that you are given and these people are given 
just the fact that you are alive that day is worthy of praising the Lord. Sure. Because you have an opportunity that day for but that I'm person saying, to gain salvation. You know what I mean? Like, are you right. okay, that's great for you to say, like, your kids are healthy and everything's good, but that's not my situation. But I'm saying, though, that these gifts from the Lord are real. And yeah. if you have faith and you listen and you follow him and you continue to do these things, you will yeah. receive these, bludgeon, yes, these will. blessings. And you will be able... I mean, these are the riches of his glory. And these are the things that Jesus is sitting here talking about saying, ask and your father will give it to you. He loves you. He will give you anything you want. But guess what? My heart is right. You know what my heart is, is I want my family to love the Lord. I want my family to know what truly matters. I want my family to be built up in the Lord. And I I want these things from the depths of my heart, you know, and I, I, I want other people to you know read the bible and and know jesus the way that i know jesus and you know i'm seeing the fruit from these you know we constantly get messages from people's lives that are being changed and i feel like every time we get a message from somebody that just really really is touched it feels like i'm getting a check for a million dollars you know i mean there is no greater blessing and riches that we can be given than this i mean this is just true soul work and this is the most fulfilling work ever and it's your heart is right and with these things you're asking for when you ask for them are you really asking that the lord's will be done and you know you're at you're you're truly meaning that if when you ask these things you are okay with the answer being no, or right. not right now. Hold everything with an open hand, right? We learned that in Ecclesiastes. Hold everything with an open hand. If I have a home, if I have food, if I have health, if I have wh- whatever it is that you're praying for, cool. That's awesome to the glory of God. Guess what? If I don't have food, I don't have health, I don't have a home, I don't get this job, I don't get wh- whatever it is, cool to the glory of God. Whatever it is, okay. But, but you are know, we really d- holding it to that? You, so taking it back to Mark and reading the verse 1124. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Okay, so we learn that our hearts need to be right and we need to be asking what the Lord's will is. A long with giving him our needs yes father this is everything that i need but i wish that your will be done in my life your will not mine you know better for my life than i do even if it means that i have to spend another night on the street or another night in my car or or whatever else it is then that's what i have to do but please get me out of the situation if you believe that he will he will and guess what you'll find yourself in those times that you're like oh man remember that time that i thought that everything was over in my car and i was like oh man just get me out of here lord and yeah, i we thought were you weren't listening by mosquitoes yeah and we were living and out of our like, car and <laughs> but you know what i guarantee if those situations wouldn't have happened oh yeah 
they wouldn't have built the character and the person that you are today. Oh, yeah. I'm thankful for those things today. I was not thankful for have them. Have faith then, that God knows perfectly how to give you what you need. Yep. And you may ask but him he for knows anything. You need. But he knows you need it. But ask him for anything. Pray for another soul. You're asking for the salvation of your, your brother, your sisters, your kids. Keep praying and believe it and live your life yep. the way that he wants you to. Obeying him. Praying, interceding for other people, helping, yep. being that light. Then you have the confidence of knowing that he will absolutely answer every single one of your prayers. Amen. He'll turn somebody's heart around. Don't think he won't. Oh, yeah. You In ways that you never thought would be possible. Oh, man. We've had some. And we've then it's had like, are you so kidding me? That's what that's you just, did? Oh, man. I mean, he's put me to my knees in tears with with just an almost like just in awe and shock going, I never thought that this would be what you – I don't even know how you did this. Yeah. Are you for real with me right now? Because, wow. But believe. And that will happen. So that's a little bit, that's a, that's a long, I, I lied. This was 40 minutes. Yep. Remember I said at the beginning. It's that like it I've been knowing that. Right. I'm not surprised in the slightest. Just scratch everything that I said at the beginning, Heidi. Every time. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I apologize. This one went off, but hopefully it helped. Hopefully we explained that, um, you know, your, your heart needs to be in the right place. We need to get our priorities straight as believers. We need to trust We need to understand what's will. what really is important. Yep. And not our worldly our worldly perception of what's important. Oh yeah, that's a big one. But realize really what God's will is. And if you find yourself in this situation, then maybe you start you need to start thinking, "Hey, is there any way that I'm putting myself in this situation that maybe God's just itching for me to wait to get out?" And what maybe are these things that I'm desiring and praying for? Yeah, maybe he's waiting on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because he's done that to us before. So now we pray like, hey, please be very clear with us because we know we're not the brightest. <laughs> <laughs> we need like neon signs. We're neon sign people. So with any of these, like with Mark 11:24 here and with like anything that, that, that the Lord promises and these blessings, yes, he will give you anything. You just got to look a little bit deeper. And anything that his will. That's why I said you got to look a little bit deeper yep. into it. And you got to I can hope and believe I'm getting a new more. Mercedes all oh, day yeah, long. You're, you're not going to get that Mercedes. Guess what, guys? You're not getting that. <laughs> I'm not getting yeah, it. Yeah, no. Don't ever ask him for material blessings unless it's something simple that you need. Like, for instance, maybe you need a car. You'll need, you know, something like that. Okay. Well, then you better... You better be willing to drive the worst beater that you... Don't be picky. You better drive that $200 car that's breaking down every now and then. Yeah. You know, that's what... You can't be picky. You know, Never maybe know. it's a... Maybe it's a one-bedroom shack with a leaky roof. You can't be... Can't complain. With iguanas falling on with the With iguanas porch. falling, yeah. That's a true story. That's a true story. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I won't take any more of your time in thinking that this was going to be a lot shorter. 
And we hit, well, technically two verses, so. Technically two. You kind of could throw that other in there if it makes you feel better. Yeah, I, I'll see you back with another one of these. I, I enjoy doing these, so. If you have a suggestion, a yeah, verse you, you want Brandon to ruin. <laughs> Send it in. Bye, guys.